Hello, everybody. This is your co-host, Jesus, from the Late Night Rush podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast. In this episode, we go over the big UFC 257 event being headlined by Dustin Poirier, as well as Conor McGregor. And then we also talk about the NFC slash AFC championship games going on this Sunday. Let's get right to the episode. Yo, hello everybody. This is Jesus, um, co-host here of the Late Night Rush podcast. Uh, this is actually our very first episode, so uh, we're going live. We do got uh, the other co-hosts here in the building. Uh, not physically, of course, because of uh, coronavirus times, but we do have uh, two other co-hosts here. Y'all go ahead, introduce yourselves, and uh, however y'all want to be introduced. Bet. Well, shit, my name's Jose. Also part of co-host of this amazing podcast with the mm-hmm. boys. And go Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yo, bet, bet, bet. Well, what's up, fellas? My name is Joe, you know, classic Joe, uh, Joe Guwap, uh, whatever you want to call me, but I'll just go by Joe for now, seems this to be the easiest. Uh, I'm a Steelers fan, so there's a lot of bias because I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, rocking with my boys, but I mean, that's me. I'll, I'll try not to be biased and, and you know, but 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 I'm gonna I'm pitch my thoughts in there as they come. That's me. <laughs> bet bet. So again, I'm I'm Jesus, aka Uncle Jeezy, aka Jeezy Westside in the streets. Holla if you know me. I got a couple aliases. Just don't call me broke. You heard. But uh, <laughs> I guess me uh, this season. I I wouldn't say I was a huge Cowboys fan. But that was just because I ended up really, really getting into MMA more. But so my interest wasn't really into football, but I have been a long time Dallas Cowboys fan. So um, that's a that's my stance when it comes to football. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit about everything here um, for right now. You know, we're getting started. We will be touching on football topics. We will be talking a little bit on uh ufc topics as well so um that's kind of where we're at we're just getting started everybody so just bear with us the more that we uh the more that we do it the more episodes that we get in under our belts we're actually gonna um you know expand a little bit we'll have different takes you know different opinions and um we're hoping that this can be an entertaining podcast for everybody that's listening to us and uh you know, we, we just hope that we can put out a solid podcast for you guys. So uh, we already kind of uh, went ahead and introduced ourselves a little bit. We kind of uh, went ahead and talked about our favorite teams here. Um, do you guys got anything else I want to touch on in terms of uh, introduction or, or anything like that? Uh, if I can add, we are missing one co-host. Uh, he did have a little bit of a work scheduling problem so we probably will see him next week or hopefully soon and then we we'll, can add basketball into the conversation as well okay good deal good deal so so that's what we're gonna do we're kind of like um you know it, it's definitely a sports podcast we're gonna be 
trying to stay up to date with, you know, the latest news and, you know, all the games and things like that. So um, as of today that we're recording this, it's actually January the 22nd. So uh, in terms of football, we actually do have uh, some big games coming up this Sunday. And then um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for tomorrow, uh, January the the 23rd, there's actually going to be a pretty big UFC event. So uh, to start off, we can go ahead and start off with football. Uh, We can go ahead and uh, touch on the big games that are coming up here on Sunday, which is going to be the NFC Championship game. Uh, That's going to be between the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then also the AFC Mm -hmm. Championship game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, Josie, since uh, since you are a Bucks fan, do you want to go ahead and kick us off with the NFC Championship game and uh, some of your thoughts? Of course, of course. Well, obviously, you know, I'm not. I'm going to be biased on this one. I got the Bucks in that one. Obviously, I'm a I'm a bigger Tom Brady fan. I'm not a bandwagon Bucks fan. I'm only following them because my boy Tom's on the team. Just putting that out there. <laughs> he has he has brought that up on multiple occasions, so I can I can put a stamp on that. Exactly. Uh, I can put a stamp on that. He is a Brady fan, mm-hmm. so he will rock where where Brady goes. Exactly. Brady could have gone to the fucking Jaguars, not to be a Jaguars fan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for them Jags fans, but that's horrible. That's a I horrible thought, take. I thought, Sorry. They some, I thought they had some with you, but I'm in. Sorry for them Jags. Dang. But for so, them hey, they gained Trevor Lawrence. For them Bucks, man. Them them Bucks might have it. And I, I think I've seen not too long ago that they didn't have an AB on there anyways. So they, they was going to be playing without AB. But I think they have enough on offense to really put up some damage. But Jesus, it's hard to bet against A Rod, but how do you bet against Tom Brady? And you know, in a big game like that, it's the hardest hard, bet to it's make. It's the hardest bet, you know. We we'll hate to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, but no. I'm speaking of that since it's, you know this is mostly going to come down to names: Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Who has, who in your opinion, has more to lose if they lose this game? I think Rodgers has the most to lose because he's been asking for an NFC Championship game in his mm-hmm. home field. And if you lose that to Brady, who in his first year in the NFC, like uh, you, you can no longer make an argument that he's up there with the goats. He's definitely the most athletic and one of the best quarterbacks to ever play behind Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think he could ever be brought up in that goat conversation if he loses this game. Yeah, that goat conversation. That goat conversation is kind of like you know, it's it, it's it's only a small group of people that can be in that go conversation. Honestly, I do agree with you when it comes to to this take here who who's got the most to lose out of these two quarterbacks. Um Brady Brady his uh his legacy is already set. You know, this would just be like just another cherry on on top, you know. So, I I agree with mm-hmm. you on this one here. I do think that Aaron Rodgers has more to lose in this game. Um not only that, but He's been pretty open about, you know, like you mentioned, he wants the home field, uh, the home field game at Lambeau. He feels like that would be, um, you know, a big bonus in in getting to the Super Bowl. I think that also it would uh, he's been pretty open about wanting to win MVP. So it's kind of on one end. I like it because, you know, he's calling this shot. He's making it known like, hey, like this is what I'm working for, you know. 
But then at the same time, like once you put it out there, it's like, okay, you know, you really got to go out there and get it now. You really got to go out there and make it happen. So I agree with you on this one here. Uh, I feel Aaron Rodgers does have more to lose, but I think it wouldn't be that bad because he's still he's he's not up there in age like Brady. He's still he's, you know, for a quarterback. Thirty seven. Yeah, you know he's he's not like up there just yet. He is getting older, but I think he's still you know he 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 still has a decent amount of time to make uh to make another run if he doesn't make it um you know to the Super Bowl here in this game. But uh, Joe, you mentioned it just right now where you're like you'd hate to be that guy betting against Brady. I'm not putting no money down on it, but. I am going for Aaron Rodgers on this game. I, I feel like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, going back, dude, Aaron Rodgers, I think he does have a lot to lose. But I wanted to, just because of this Brady-Belichick thing, it just sticks in my mind. Even though Belichick isn't in it, I think Brady has that to lose anyways. Mm-hmm. Because if he, don't, if he don't put, like, the exclamation point to his work, then it's like, all right, well, anybody can get there. You know, you can get to the playoffs. He didn't get to the playoffs. The Patriots didn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, they can work back towards that. You you you, use, you, you lose your main piece being the quarterback. There's going to be a, a, you know, an uphill battle to get to the exactly. playoffs anyway. So, so they they're, they kind of were screwed from the jump. We're getting Cam. They got him real, real late. But they, Cam wasn't really ah, all that this season anyways. But. I don't know, A-Rod, I feel like he got a lot to lose, too, because now he got the division of labor. He didn't have too many good players at that point to to really depend on and rely on. But now he can be just like Mr. Cool Guy, kick it back, mm. lose it back. And, you know, you got two really good receivers. Uh, Scanling is coming on well. Uh, you got the two running backs. Dil- what was his name? Dylan mm-hmm. or something like that? I think mm-hmm. it's Dylan. Boy, he running hardest. You know, boy, he running through walls and stuff. He got he got a good division of labor over there, Aaron Rodgers. So if he can't like top it off with this, it's like, dude, we got you. We didn't mean to get you all these weapons. They came as late rounders, but you know, not not in the first round as far as talent right. goes. But we still got you, cats, and these guys have really put it together. But it's been on a rod. I mean, he really got to top this off and, and knock Brady out because. As much as I hate it, dude, I can't see Brady in the next Super Bowl. I really can't. I just really can't. <laughs> For real. I need Aaron to go up in there. You know, like I said, I'm a Steelers fan. I hate that he won his Super Bowl against me. But, you know, it's going to be two to, to Brady's six. So I can't really really get mad at that. Even if he wins the Super Bowl, then again, you got, you know, Mahomes and, and Allen on the other side. Who knows who he's going to play. But. I'm going to go A-Rod on this one. I feel like like he really needs to top it off. He got a lot to lose, but he got a lot to prove, too. Tom Brady kind of proved it, you mm-hmm. know, already. He can get to the playoffs. He can get still play at a high level. Don't know if he'll do it for long, but, you know. Yeah. Taking A-Rod That's true. I, I could also see where you're coming from with Brady also. You know, like uh, how you were saying, it's kind of like, uh, like, yeah, he's in the playoffs, but, it's kind of like Super Bowl or bust because kind of like how you were saying between him and Belichick, there was kind of like this little thing like, oh, does Brady need Belichick or oh, does Belichick need Brady? So when it comes to this, like to kind of like to put a stamp or to put an end on that conversation, I do think it is kind of like Super Bowl or bust. Like you got to like you got to get to that big game 
and and uh i think that'll kind of like silence all of the oh well he only made it because of belichick you know because i feel like the team that he has he um other quarterbacks you know weren't really or like james winston he wasn't making that happen uh i, I think you went ahead and told me this the other day jose um you, we kind of had touched on it that this is essentially the same team that winston had right the same team, the only thing you're missing is Quan Alexander and maybe a safety because it wouldn't feel to rookie that came in and took that spot. And adding AB, but. Oh, but if you think about it. But other than yeah, that, true. yeah, same roster. And even at that, AB hasn't really contributed as much as I thought he would. I thought he'd be, you know, competing with Mike for the targets and the catches, but not still Mike. Little Scotty Miller's in there. Eight, uh, 18, I forget his first name, but Johnson, that dude's mm-hmm. a dog. Mm-hmm. I was reading about him at the beginning of the season. I was like, I like him. He's a nice receiver. He's fast. He's quick. He go. He'll go get that catch, as you saw against who was that? Uh, Jack Rabbit mm-hmm. in the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, basically, you know that kind of that was a key drive right there that saved us, in my opinion. That changed the whole dynamic of the game. Yeah, that was a pretty big play. So, um, I. I don't know. It's kind of tough. It's kind of tough. It's it's really going to be a good game. I know that the Buccaneers got the best of the Packers in the regular season. So I'm actually excited to, you know, see see this game here with everything on the line, you know, a ticket to the big game, uh, to the Super Bowl. I, I'm kind of excited to see how they adjust or, you know, just kind of see how this one plays out. I, I because these two these two quarterbacks here, like, I feel like we've grown up watching these guys, you know, and, and they're getting older and we might not get you know, we might not we might not get more of these. I feel like we grew up with a lot of really good like franchise quarterbacks and now like it's like the new wave coming in. So it's kinda like it's really cool seeing these guys getting older, watching their careers progress and seeing two of the best go at it. For a, for a chance at the Super Bowl here. Oh, real quick, shout out Phil Rivers. He just retired today. Shout out to him, another uh, old cat that retired out of the game from a class that we grew up watching, but 2004 <laughs> franchise Speaking of, right there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, shout, out shout out to Phil Rivers. Shout out shout to Phil Rivers. I remember being young. And watching the and watching the uh the Chargers when they were still San Diego Chargers, bro, like Philip Rivers, Ladanian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates, you know, like it's crazy. I I always thought that like the Chargers were a pretty good team. I never saw them as like you know, like really like big dogs or nothing. You know, that's kind of like the the thing on the stain on Philip. Well, not a stain, but kind of like. The thing on Philip Rivers' uh, career is that he never really was able to get, you know, to get a run going to where they actually got to the Super Bowl. I believe they made it to the AFC Championship game like one year, but um, other than that, like he he's always had the numbers, you know, he's always had the yards, he he's always had uh, touchdowns, but. To me, I I still think he was a pretty good quarterback. I feel like he was. He's the type of quarterback that isn't scared to, you know, 
to throw that hole down the field or to like just throw it up and give their give their guy a chance. You know, he wasn't scared to to throw the ball up there. You know, he's either gonna throw four tutties or he's gonna get four interceptions out there. You know, I feel like he's the type of a quarterback like that, but I like those type of quarterbacks, you know, the ones that put it on the line. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's definitely that kind of guy and you know who knows how we, we done transition to Philip Rivers, but I'm rocking with it. This dude, Philip, man, he's the funniest trash talker that I have ever heard. Like, I'll be seeing his, <laughs> his mic'd up for this dude, Philip Rivers, man, and he, like, he don't even cuss at you. Yeah. Because he don't cuss. <laughs> Obviously, he just don't cuss, and he just dropping dead gummits. And what do you do when, when you got a dude like that, and he's lighting you up for, like, 350 and, you know, four tutties and stuff like that on a Thursday night. Like you just don't expect this guy to do that. But but then you get to the to the postseason, yeah, bro, he he's throwing up ducks. He's just I don't know what what, what goes on with Phillip, but wish he got deeper into the postseason. At least at least seen a Super Bowl, at least got to it. You know, even if he got blown out in the Super Bowl, at least if he would have got there to at least one, you know, just to write it off. Yeah, but he had the same problem Peyton Manning and Peyton Rosberg had. Couldn't be Tom. <laughs> that damn Tom Brady. But I will say this: the one year though that that Phil Rivers did make it to AFC Championship in two thousand seven, that was the worst one because he was going up against that uh, prolific Patriots offense with Randy Moss, Dante Stallworth, Brady, Gronk, Hernandez. Yeah, I mean, what do you do with a bunch of guys like those on the other side of the field? And you got you got side side yeah. on the field yeah. in your <laughs> side arm field throwing the ball, you know, trying to compete. Shit, not even at that. He was also on a torn ACL in that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What do you expect from a man, Phil? Yeah, he was a dog, but a dog. I don't I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's probably second, third, maybe at the most fourth ballot. I don't think he's a first ballot just because of the chips. The chips are going to hurt him when it comes to that. And that sucks. You know, it, it kind of sucks that that that's kind of like the way that, you know, all-time greats get measured. But it is a good way of measuring them. You know, if, if you know, if you never got the championship, I get it. You know, he was in the he was in the, the AFC. So it, it was tough because, you know, Brady's the big dog and, Peyton Manning was a big dog at the time. And, you know, those are two tough, tough teams to go up against. So I get it. It, it is a little tough to make it out uh, of the AFC. Oh, and then, you know, they had there's Big Ben that that won a that won a Super Bowl. Also, you know. He went two, no? Like in the, two, the early 2000s? He got two. Yeah, OK. One, two. One, so, two. One, you know, it, it, it was mm-hmm. those quarterbacks, you know, there, there was one, teams two, three, in there one, that, you know, made it tough for old Phil Rivers there. But I think uh, I think he's like in that second tier, you know, like not the not like the very top, but like that second tier of quarterbacks that are like pretty good, you know. <laughs> He's with the that's, Eli Mannings uh, of yeah, the world. Yeah, I like the Eli Mannings. <laughs> I, I think that's a, I think that's a good comparison right there. But you know, Eli, Eli. I don't know, I don't know what Eli unlocked in the postseason. But man, my man Eli, when it's against the Patriots, my man Eli went Super Saiyan like three. He went like God mode. Who knows where this man Eli came? Because those runs that he had when he just. What what every every game in the playoff was a was an away game, 
And it was just like mm-hmm. a gauntlet, just like a gauntlet of freaking quarterbacks that he went through and went and beat the freaking perfect yeah. Patriots. He went through. I don't know, bro. Eli, Eli kind of, Eli kind of above Phil to me, but but I, I feel like they're kind of, kind of sort of around there. When you look at overall their game, what they did like throughout their careers, Eli's still a pretty good. Not he's not a great. He's not an above. He's not a he, really I mean, great. He's just he, he pretty was good. Just... You know the thing. The thing oh, about ahead. Eli, I feel oh, like no, go ahead, go ahead. Here you go, Google. I feel like like Eli, his drop off was just so much clearer like it was so evident like towards the end of it that it kind of like stains it because like that's kind of what you remember it was just like man this guy kind of he's kind of buns because he got obj and like obj came out rookie of the year or whatever and he's coming out like making all these crazy catches you have such a great weapon and you just have a guy that just can't mm-hmm. get it to him. you know what i mean he just he just can't get it to him and that's kind of what he went out on getting replaced and it kind of sucks for him but you know he 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 was pretty pretty elite for a little period of time there, to where he had his little runs. But you do get that little sour taste for his career. I don't end. know, man. Kind of. I don't know, man. I think I think now he has more interceptions than career <laughs> oh, touchdowns. Fuck. Think that's how he finished. I think he was fifty fifty, bro. I think he was a perfect fifty fifty. I'm not gonna lie. No, I think he threw one more interception on his last game. <sighs> Horrible. I, I, I think I'm pretty sure. Back, he, yeah, like that's a horrible stat. Like you're always gonna be pretty good at that point because the you know the great quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, for example, this season, forty eight touchdowns, five interceptions. The greats, yeah. know what the that's fuck true. They're doing. But also, like when it came to the playoff, like those two runs, whenever he made it on the Super Bowl, like they just got hot and they got hot at the right time. Like they came in wild card teams, I think both times, and uh, and and they were able to to. Oh yeah. You know, as Aaron Rodgers said that one time, they were able to they just run the run. table. They just went through everybody and got to the got to the big game against Brady. And I mean, honestly, he's what he's he's probably the only one that could say he's up to to zip on Brady. On Brady in this no. yeah. I think the record head ahead is Eli. Eli is one above him. I think like three and two. And then Aaron Rodgers and him and Brady are tied, and Drew Brees got mm-hmm. the better overall record over Brady. He's five and three. Well, see, even just to go out and be like, well, because you know that's who who gets to say like, yeah, I, I took Brady to a Super Bowl and I actually beat him, and one day he didn't win. Like my, my boy's been to nine Super Bowls and won six. Like Facts. you know what I mean? Like, but to beat him two out of those three times, you know, you can kind of wear that on your sleeve and kind of you know, be proud of that. So that's why I love mm-hmm. Eli. Over Philip, but I don't know about Hall of Fame for Philip. I feel like there's too many greats that get get taken so long looked at, you know, to put them mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame that deserve it off the rip, and they don't get in. So, just like Tio. I don't know about Philip. Or like just like Tio, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 just like Tio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love Tio. Man, I adored Tio. Man, Tio was my god. Man, see, Tio was a that's dog. The, that's the type oh, of yeah. player that you want on your team. You know, like. I feel like wide receivers they get they get the diva treatment or they get they get labeled a diva quickly but similar to um similar to Des Bryant like they're just passionate you know they just want to win and they want to do everything that they can to win and they feel like giving them the ball is the best chance you know and and I'm not 
I don't hate T.O. for that, you know, because there was so many times that T.O., you know, he could he could just run the go route. Boom. He's outrunning that corner, that cornerback dead ass. Like he's he was fast, bro. Like T.O. was to me growing up. I was like, man, like T.O. is just ridiculous. Like his, his speed, just how big he was. I was like, man, like. I, I feel like he does belong in the Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah. I don't know. He's in there. It took him like three tries to get in there, motherfucker. Yeah, but that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. He got snubbed so much. And, I mean, when, once you snub so many great players like that, it's like, can you really put somebody who on paper is like kind of great, but is he really like like Gronk? Mm-hmm. Bro, nobody could cover this man Gronk for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, is he is he that type of special of a player to to like redefine his position? I don't think Philip was that guy. He throws it, he throws it at an awkward angle, but I feel like that's probably the most that he'll get credit for as being different. Speaking of awkward fucking angles, Patrick Mahomes, is he good to go? Is he good? Is he playing this Sunday? I believe so. I think he's clear from concussion protocol. I think he I is think- uh, good to go. I think he plays. Yeah, well, I think he plays, that. but the way I see it, I don't know. I think he might be a little. What I think, not... I, I think he might not be a hundred percent. I don't know. I, I feel like he does give him the best chance to win. Obviously, over over Henny, but hey, that boy Henny, he he. The the Browns had a chance, and that boy Henny made some plays, and I was surprised, bro. I was surprised, but obviously, if Mahomes is is even eighty percent, then he's definitely the one that I would rather have in there playing. But I don't, I don't think he's a hundred. Exactly. Shit, that Oh no, I don't think so either. I think like his first two drives are gonna be pretty bad. And you're gonna start questioning like, is he healthy? Is but he gonna go you see, I feel like, uh, well, obviously it's one thing to say, oh, well, we're gonna bring the pressure, we're gonna try to get him out of there, you know. But then it's another thing to do it. I think the Bills might have a, a decent, uh, a good enough defense to try and try and pressure him enough to to force those mistakes. And if he's not a hundred, then I think I, I think we could see some mistakes out of Mahomes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll there'll probably be some mistakes, you know. I mean, he just came off of getting his head rocked. I seen the, I seen the the video. It didn't look too bad, but just the fact that he got up that wobbly, it means that it had to, you know, there was some damage there when he got his head rocked. So I don't know. He, he but but Mahomes isn't a guy you can count out. He just steps on the field and he's just like greatness. It's especially in the playoffs. It's just like exudes greatness, and everybody just kind of feeds off of that, even though. I don't know if there's going to be as many fans. I don't know if they're allowed to have fans or not. But, yeah, dude, that thing's going to be electric just having Mahomes in there alone. You know, his team's going to, going to be ready to ride. But he got some bum foot, came off of a concussion. So, I don't know if he'll be 100. I'll, I'll expect to see some some uh, interception there, too. That boy Edmonds, that linebacker, is a fool. Them boys on, on the Bills, they're running That dude is the huge, bro. They're going crazy. Boy, Trey. They are going crazy, man. That dude's a big dude. He's like six five, and he run. He's running like four four something. Got to be, he's running like he robbed the bank. I tell you that that boy passed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he in that sideline, no cap. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, facts, facts. Mm. But shit, that's the Bills defense. They're always a top 10. Like, even when their quarterbacks are trash, they're always a top 10. Which is kind of They're crazy. good against the run. You, you don't really expect that, but that's kind of like a like a sleeper stat. Like, they're good. Like, don't get it twisted. They're top 10, you know, almost every year. They're, they're, they're solid defense. They don't, I feel like they don't get much uh, much change either. That's something you can you can grow a really good team in is when you don't got much change and you can stay consistent mm-hmm. with what you got going on. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Plus, for some reason, the league sleeps on them. I think it's just because they don't have that big, big name. They don't have a Stephon Gilmore or a Jamal Adams. Well, you know, something of that they, uh, nature too. they got they got right. a good group right. of guys. I think maybe, I think maybe like the biggest superstar that I could probably think of. On their on their defense would probably be, I think they still got Micah Hyde at safety, right? Yeah, it's either it's either mm-hmm. Trey White, Micah, or so, Trey Edmonds, one of the three. Yeah, they'll do Tremaine Edmonds a full. It's him, and then I think I believe they get, they got Ed Oliver in mm-hmm. the draft not too long ago. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. playing or not, but. And when I think of the Bills, it, it's crazy because if uh, if you think back, I think they've been in the playoffs like the past three, four years. But like they've kind of like made a step above each year. And this year they're actually at the AFC championship game, which is crazy to see because I remember them losing like in the wild card game. You know, I remember them getting knocked out and then just to see them stay consistent, you know, still competing. And this year, actually, what they go, they went what like thirteen and three this year, like, like that was like that was ridiculous. You know, they're a good team, but really, it's just Josh Allen really developing well. He's he's just becoming a really good quarterback, man. They do That's a big a boy big, right there, dude. bro. That's a big fame on him. He gets his, he hits the open field, bro. I mean, whew, what can you really do? It's bro, perfect analogy. It's just it's like Big Ben in 0405. What the fuck are you gonna do? That's what I'm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was just saying that. If there's somebody who reminds me of Big Ben, it's Josh Allen. But when we were playing, when we were playing the Bills, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like Big Ben, like 2.0, like like they didn't got With his, a better arm. Yeah, they didn't got his genetics and yeah, before the surgery, like I mean, Ben before the surgery, young Ben, he was oh, doing yeah. all this, but man, that dude got some cannon. I mean, he's just ripping it. He just. Man. He got no technique, just <laughs> barefooted. I mean, not barefooted, just flat-footed, just toes in the grass and just throwing it straight wrist <laughs> and arm. I mean, Jesus, I throw my arm out doing that. You know, I do that, nice. I do that in the front yard. The next day, bro, my arm is killing me. And for him to do that and throw that thing <laughs> 70 yards, 60 yards down the field, Jesus, he got the cannon. Shit, I think I've seen a video where he was at the – like it was in college. He was in the like his end zone in Wyoming, and I think he threw a potato. Sheesh. A hundred yards into the other end zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are two the like two of the biggest arms in football, bro, right now. Mahomes and and, and uh Allen right now. Allen. So sheesh. I don't know. I will say this though. If he plays a damn near perfect game, no interceptions and he can clean up no fumbles. Yeah, bro. I think I they feel... win the game. Personally, I feel like I feel like the Chiefs will win, but the Bills have a really good chance. I mean, they they've been rolling, bro. Like that connection between him and Diggs, like it's crazy because I, whew, yeah, 
Exactly. Like, I wasn't expecting them to, like, click so well right off the bat. You know, like, I thought it was going to take a little while, you know, they that they would work on chemistry a little bit, you know. But it was, like, immediately, like, right off the bat. Like, they were going crazy together. So, I, I think it has to do with them both being relatively young, you know, like, close to the same age and just uh, just really, really working well with each other. Yeah, they said they, said they connected over Warzone, bro. I feel like that's how everybody connecting his Warzone, Fortnite, Apex. If you're on a team and you're yeah. running squads with somebody, then you ain't it. You getting dropped in, yeah. the, in the receiver group, whatever. You getting yeah. dropped in numbers. You're a free agent after that. <laughs> but yeah, bro. I don't know. That dude, that dude Josh Allen. He, he's cold, and I feel like that's all they really needed was was the Bills needed to a get a, a, a corner yeah, a quarterback who can throw in their weather and a receiver who's like getting in of his routes and like really cutting you up on the middle because days will get everywhere on you. And if you let that dude on the inside with linebackers or whoever playing soft in the middle, my boy gunning it in the middle, like getting five every every pass. For the game, Who uh, you got in the game I'd bug? say <clears throat> bug. my official pick Normally, I go for the underdog, but in this case here, I'm going to just use my head. But then again, well, then again, Mahomes is is a little iffy. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of similar to Brady. I feel like if Mahomes is good to go, then I'm rocking with Mahomes. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I think they're uh, they're able to get Yeah, so you're going with the Chiefs? I think they get the dub and go to – Back to back Super Bowl, bro. And you know what? Yeah, I think I think the deciding thing in this game, bro, is gonna be the quarterback rushing. It's gonna it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna be which quarterback because every time in the playoffs, I don't know what Mahomes unlocks. But he unlocks <laughs> the slowest juke move that jukes people out into like the universe, like. It's just the slowest stutter step. Like, he just slows, and, like, he just speeds up his pace. And he jukes these dudes, and, like, they're gone. Like, they're hitting the sideline. So, I don't, if Mahomes don't really got that, because I, I believe Romo said he's, like, the number one in, in third down rushing and, like, mm. third down conversions and, and third down yards when he when running as a quarterback, I believe. Whatever the stat was, <laughs> I believe. whatever the stat was, bro, when it's third down and when it's really crunch time and – Mahomes was still running on, on a bump. Mm. You could tell, like, my, my boy was running like he got shot in the toe. But he was still picking up like 15 yards. So if if Reed is like, hey, you know, you just got out of concussion protocol, you know, don't really run, don't really get out of the pocket too much, you know, just go down, whatever. I think I think Allen has a has a chance to take it. So I'll just go with the underdog. I'll say I'll say Allen will shock the world and, and get a chance to the Super Bowl. Same. Exactly the same thing as Bug said. Uh I think if Josh Allen is able to run more and he's able to have again a perfect game, no interceptions, and doesn't fumble the ball, which he is prone to do a lot these playoffs. As long as he don't do any of that, I think they win. Their defense is just a little bit better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs do have Tyron Matthew. The better safety, but 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't and you know what? I mean, y'all, y'all do bring Feeling up a really good. good point when it comes to Josh Allen. I think uh, it was when they played the Colts. I remember Josh Allen scrambled up the middle. He went head up with Darius Leonard. And he he's, he went head up with I mean, Darius Leonard. Contact, and and I think like I, I think his rookie year, Darius yeah. Leonard was like uh, the tackling leader. I think he had like 150. I think the next one up was uh, Leighton Vandresh with like 120 or something or close to that. Like he was above everybody else in tackling. So Leonard, he's a short tackler and he, he, he went head up with him. And Allen didn't budge like. He, he couldn't take him to the ground, but, you know, he they ended up calling the, the play dead. But I'm like, dang, man, Allen is a big boy to go head up with Leonard like that and not even try to juke, not even try to spin or slide. Like, he went head up, took the contact. That's a big boy. So, I think you're right. Yeah. I think if he can get his rushing going, that'll be the difference. And you're the running back? Yeah, bro. And if you you just his teammates and you you like, damn, bro, it's my quarterback running head up with like, you know, the leading tackler in the league, bro. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, know, you kind of gotta go out on a limb for this guy, and you like, you know, you you gotta you gotta make that extra effort. So that I I feel pretty. Con- I don't know. Now I'm thinking about. It. I feel I'm feeling confident and confident in this, in this pick, bro, because I just feel like they're they're just a hotter team, like. They just got so much going into it. Like, dude, you you ain't never really been to this spot in a long you, – you've been to Super exactly. Bowl. You ain't never won it, you know, the Bills. But exactly. they had that run in the 90s. But I feel like if I can really, like, capitalize on this moment – and they give you, like, like digs mm-hmm. like on a silver platter. Like, it just worked out, you know. You didn't expect for it to work out so nicely on, like, both sides. But it just kind of worked out. And if they can really capitalize on the, on the talent that they have right now, they they might upset the Chiefs. I, I feel like the Chiefs mm. might be on cruise control. Maybe might fall asleep at the wheel. Exactly. Oh, if I can add one more thing, I just seen this pop up. But uh, Vita Vea, the defensive tackle for the Bucks, is playing this weekend. Okay. So okay. in my opinion, look for Shaq Barrett to pop off. Mm. Devin White been going crazy too. Don't sleep on Devin oh, White. Oh, yeah, defense. He's been flying on the ball. <laughs> Yeah, bro, he's been he's been locking it up. He sent. He oh sent yeah, it against the Saints. He sent it up, locked it up with that pick. Mm. Yep, yep. So up. I'm thinking Bills. Okay, okay. Super Bowl, and then Bucks win that game. That's not bad. That's not a bad matchup. Jeez. I mean, honestly, with the with these games, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl game, it, it's gonna be good. Like the the teams that are left in the in the playoffs here that are in these championship games. Uh, I, personally, I think you can't really go wrong. You know, I think either one is going to be an entertaining Super Bowl. Um, just to... You... 50-50. I don't, think, I don't think the Bucks and Bills one would be that good just because it's Brady against Buffalo and he has an amazing mm-hmm. record against them. I don't know, I think know, lost man. three or four times to I don't know. I, I, I think it'll be good. So, heavy. He's facing a note, so I don't know if that one would be that good. I think it'll be just like when Peyton Manning went against the Seahawks and they got their asses blown out. Ah. I think it'll be just like that. Next said we'll be blowing out the Bills. Well, you know what's interesting is that is that the the AFC is the young guns, Mahomes and mm-hmm. Allen, and you got experienced guys, the veterans, the Rodgers and the Brady. You know, just the old new guy, 
you know, that's going to be something to watch for, watch out for in the Super Bowl. But I feel like Allen versus – I mean, not, not, not Allen. Uh, Mahomes versus Brady is the one that everybody wants to see just because of the headline of the quarterbacks. But I think just off of pure talent alone, it'll be Mahomes versus – Versus Rogers, and I feel like they'll put up a firework kind of show. Yeah, so, so right there, good. Just put right there, you said you said Mahomes, Rogers in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what almost everybody picked in the beginning of the year. That's crazy. I can Packers see that Chief. happening. I can in see that happening. Year. Boy, the Simpsons picked Buffalo and Tampa Bay. I stopped. I stopped trusting them Simpsons predictions a little while ago, man. Because certain stuff that they said was gonna happen didn't end up happening. So I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't really. Not saying that I really trusted it, but you know, I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't really think I'm buy into them making predictions anymore. Like, like it was hyped up at first. Because at first. Hey, I'm not going to lie. When they had predicted that Donald Trump was going to be president, I was like, whoa. I was like, yo, that's crazy. You know, like it's wild that they that they predicted that. But now I'm like, eh, there was some stuff that came up and, and then some stuff that didn't happen. I was like, eh, I don't know anymore. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> well, that one I trust just because like like what Joe was saying mm-hmm. about the about the Bills like I was saying about the Bucks they got hot at the right time I think both teams had a damn near perfect December well I know we, I know the Bucks they, we went 4-0 in December I don't know what the Bills record was but both teams are just hot at the same time so I could see both those teams winning and plus when it comes to defense we yeah, I, I think mean, our y'all, defense is a little bit I better mean, they, the I mean the Bucks clamped up the Saints man like I get it, you know, Drew Drew Brees might have been a little hurt or whatever, but I mean, y'all put it on them really like it 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 was it was pretty dominant in my opinion. Speaking of uh speaking of Drew Brees, I know we kind of touched same, on Philip Rivers retiring. Yeah. Uh what do y'all think about Drew Brees retiring? I think it was the right the right call, the right decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his wife was. She listed out all the injuries he played through this year. Like Jesus Christ, this guy is tough. Yeah, like people say, Aaron like uh, Brett Favre stuff. Nah, he ain't got shit on Drew Brees. Eleven ribs. fucking broken ribs, a torn rotator cuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. punctured lung, torn rotator cuff. All that this season he played through. I'm like. This the, dude the deserves a pillow or something. I didn't know, but I can only imagine. You know, I worked with somebody who fell and hurt up for his, his rotator cuff. This dude can't even, like, pick up his <laughs> arm. You can't count on this man for nothing. Don't hand him no bag. He's going to drop it if he <laughs> pick it up with his right arm. <laughs> if he put it in his right arm, he's going down. So, for him to be playing through a rotator cuff, Jesus. Man, that's a lot to ask, dude. Yeah. Them little out routes don't seem too... Too, too, too close. You know them little yeah. out routes. They're still what, 30, 30 feet, <laughs> thirty feet in front, but you're throwing at an angle, so uh, that's pretty tough. It's pretty tough, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a first yeah, ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's he true. Owns and how many does he record. got? I think he's only got the one Super Bowl, doesn't he? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And I think I think that is enough. Bitch, you be paying Manny. And then the, just the meaning oh, yeah. behind so that one meant a lot. That's right after Katrina. Just the mm-hmm. fact that they rallied around behind him, yeah. So he 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 got like the Infinity Stone meaning Super Bowl type. Oh fuck yeah! Like that city loves Ooh. Drew Brees. Like if Drew Brees ever got shot, New Orleans is going <laughs> wild. Boosie, Boosie himself is making Damn. the anthem to roll up on whoever. You know, what I'm saying? Like, like God forbid, hunting you down. Yeah, man. You don't think New Orleans play about Drew? Man, the boot don't play about Drew. The boot do not play about Drew, but yeah, dude. Cheers, like, shout out to Drew Brees because him too. Like I can't came in this in the same class that that Philip Rivers class. So as a as a as a Steelers fan, I can only hold on so much longer for Ben. But everybody in his class is kind of retiring, so you you can only expect a couple more years. But man, it's it's hard to let go, man. That's that's a franchise QB who the whole city hung their hat on. It's like you know. You look at you look at, at the Saints and if they have Drew Brees, they got the chance. You know? <laughs> he made it happen with with, Yo. with with much less talent for a for a long period of time. And yeah, they got and, him some, and some the funny points. part now He's that you bring this up, it reminds me. Um, Thanks. Before before we watched uh, the game on uh, <laughs> last week between the Saints and the and the uh, goddamn uh, the Bucks, my dad. I was like, oh, who are you going for, Dan? And he was all like, come on. Dude. He was like, I'm going for Tom Brady. And I was like, uh, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart man. But he was all like, uh, he, he was all like but you Smart know man. what? I said, what's up, Dan? <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I never liked the Saints. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, why? He was all like, I never liked Drew Brees. I said, what? I was like, whoa. I was like, what did Drew Brees do to you? He's all like, well, I don't like him because he's so perfect. I was like, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, he was just hating. He was all like, I don't like him, Junior. He's just too perfect. He's like, every time he throws the ball, it's perfect. I was like, damn. I was like, well, I get it. You know, like, I get it. And then he was all like, every time the Saints have uh, have played the Cowboys, I, I just remember the Saints beating us. Uh, oh, for the listeners out there, for the listeners out there that are listening, PTSD give y'all a little backstory about my dad. He's also a longtime Cowboys fan, but as of late, since Patrick Mahomes got into the league, he's kind of transitioned into a uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan, so... That's kind of what I'm dealing with here at the house. So when it comes around playoff time, he's all about the Chiefs here. Oh, and a quick another backstory, just in case our listeners didn't know. But uh, Joe oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Jeezy yeah. Westside are actual brothers in real life. So when you hear them say pops and dad, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. actually oh, yeah. talking about the same. Pop. Yeah, no, we are. We are actual blood brothers. <laughs> Different brothers. Weird. Um, just uh I guess just you know some more insight on the podcast. We probably should have kind of gone through that here at the introduction, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of important when you just hey yeah, you know, hey, I mean, brother. We we crossed the bridge when we got but, uh, to well, it. It felt to natural it to do it now. Sure, I'm glad uh, I'm glad Jose kind of uh brought that up right here at this time, but yeah. 
<laughs> if they don't know, they'll, they'll go through the whole season without knowing that we're brothers and find out at the end and be like, yo, y'all were brothers this whole time? Yeah. And we left yeah. it at like minute 50 in the first episode. You had to really listen. <laughs> <laughs> Only real ones. You weren't real fans yeah, if you didn't listen. Right if you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mahomes, Mahomes is Mr. Perfect, but Drew Brees was Mr. Perfect too. His completion percentage was was crazy. So I can see why my dad hates him. Mahomes, Mahomes is the is the new new gun, but Drew Drew Brees. I yeah. don't know why why he would hit on him like that, but I can see it. I guess he would make stuff happen. You know, you can't. You, you yeah, can't yeah, hit on him. Just knowing that, him seeing it from my dad's perspective, I guess. Just knowing my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, but Sean Mahomes. I, honestly, bro, I think if you know if he does make it to Super Bowl and he you know he wins again this year and he wins one again like in two oh, three yeah. years, I mean he's, he's you can you can strongly make the argument that he's a goat. I mean, yeah, dude, for sure. You can already make the argument with just one Super Bowl ring. <laughs> just off of how dominant he's been alone. I mean, it took it took Brady a minute, but still he was dominant over a certain period of time. So you can't really knock him. Still, that he got six out of nine because mm-hmm. that's still nine years, you know, of time. Like, don't get it twisted. But still, Mahomes, bro, just off of what he got going on right now, Jesus, he he's on a hot pace to really be in the postseason for like every year for as long as he's playing. For as long as he got as good as a roster as he does now, because he got he got talent for sure. Oh, because eventually you'll have to pay one of the three. You have to pay Tyreek, Kelsey, or. Nicole Harmon, you're gonna have to eventually pay one of them. <laughs> and I think Tyreek's still on on a rookie deal. Maybe I think this might be the last year on it. Yeah, hold on, but that, I'm not too sure. Money. They're they're a big money team. They're like a super team. They're like a super team who didn't know they were a super team up until they started playing and they were like, hey, you know what? This can kind of work out. Now, we can do Shit, they're basically the they're like they're like the Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters. They're just out there for show. <laughs> They're like any team LeBron's on. Yeah. It's like, put 14 on me, and then I'm going to just take a data reading. I'm going to un- unlock hell on you. Hell, yeah. Uh, Open up a twisted key on your ass. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's popping now. Got the twisted team. Shit. I don't know. That that It's a good Super Bowl to look out for, but. I don't know. With with all this time in quarantine, they better have some good Super Bowl commercials. I know that. Y'all had all this time to make yeah, up a good weekend. commercial. Y'all better have something. Who's doing the halftime show? The weekend, right? I think. Yeah, no, yeah, that should be a good one. I'm, I'm excited to to see that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a pretty big fan of the weekend, so I'm sure it's going to be pretty lit. So, what do you guys think? You think we kind of wrapped up here on the football topics for the uh, for the weekend? Battle of yeah. insurances, bro. Oh no, Mahomes is with with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both with a uh, State Farm. Because mm. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, how mm-hmm. beat beat uh, Baker. Hey, so, but that what was that? but that one was close. I mean, that one was close. If uh, <laughs> if uh, if the Browns trash. didn't fumble the bag, I mean, uh, if they if they didn't fumble when uh when he went out and stretched out for that potential touchdown. And uh, and if it didn't go out the back of that end zone, I mean, I think we have a different story. You know, I I think maybe the Browns could have done enough to hold off, especially without the uh, yeah. especially without Mahomes in there. So, I mean, 
it's crazy. It all comes down to, to those turnovers and, and little things like that go a long way. So it's kind of like a woulda, coulda, shoulda thing with that fumble. There's always one of those. Mm-hmm. We'll just never know. Yeah, there's always one of those in the playoffs. Where some team is just devastated. Yeah. They're just like, Jesus. Kind of sucks. Yeah, I think the last time we saw that was uh, Steelers Patriots. Oh, I remember James. that. They, they called the same thing on him when he touched the, t- the yeah, goal line. That was horrible. That was horrible. That was a heartbreak. <laughs> heartbreak on so many. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good ending to that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that was. I mean, overall, I mean, I don't know. There, Jesus, that just fumbling in the end zone thing. That's just such a, such a horrible penalty, bro. That's just mm-hmm. such a mood, just a mood killer. Such a ball That's buster. A ball buster. <laughs> it's like you told the ref here, get a clean shot with steel toes, just get a kick on my dick. Like, Taking a, a steel toe <laughs> shot to the like nads. Yeah, that right there, man. Real quick, would y'all rather take oh, a steel toe kick to the nads or y'all taking a twisted <laughs> tee to the face? Twisted tee to the fucking face. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take a twisted to the face. Yeah, unanimous so decision. I'm definitely it. going twisted tee to the face. I got to protect the boys. And for the clout. <laughs> Plus, plus, exactly, but mine's more for yeah, out. Plus, maybe it's some sucking dude with that <laughs> twisted tee, and he ain't got no good arm. Anybody would still told the dangerous. <laughs> no fucking. Even if they can't kick, worth the fuck, it's still dangerous. Even your great great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta. They're a high <laughs> alert for it. You know, <laughs> you got to deal with them and deal with oh, them yeah, immediately. Definitely. You know what I'm definitely some black yeah. Air Force energy. Real quick, I guess just real quick. <laughs> would y'all rather get stomped out by black <laughs> Air Force or y'all trying to get stomped out yeah. by some Tims, some Yettas? How do I, I know you was trying to take it there? The Tims. <laughs> Why am I getting stomped out in these scenarios, man? I'm taking the Tims. They look cooler. Nah, it depends on scenario. It depends. Uh, no, 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 no. If it was snowing, if it's just snowing, you're out somewhere watching a football game. You're getting a little altercation. Who you rather getting stomped out by? The dude in the Black Air Forces or the dude in the Yettas? Yeah, I'll take the Black Air Forces. Uh, we're in Texas, so I think the dudes and Tim's are going to be a little more, <laughs> trying to be a little more conscious, aware of how they stomp me out because they're not trying to fuck up their, their Tim's. No, that's... That's exactly why I think they will. They'll go. They'll get out of line because they're in another city and they're from New York and they got tips on right now. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, if it's New York dude, I'm not taking that one. I'm taking the yeah, Air Force to the what? head. I'm but if it's a regular, regular Joe, I like, give me the tips. If it's just a regular schmegler dude with some tips, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he can't kick worth the fuck. So, so even if he do stop me out, it's doing like minimal damage. But that's the <laughs> that's that's the thing. If they got on, if they got on Yetas, there's like a ninety five percent chance he's from New York and he's just visiting because <laughs> he's just visiting because he wanted to. Hey, get they into heard some Texas shit. was wide if open. They said, "All right, we're looking for some trouble, boys. Let's go to Texas." <laughs> now, if a dude with black Air Forces, anybody <laughs> could could get black Air Forces. They could just be. That could be a real average Joe. You can really catch somebody in like Air Forces and catch them slipping. But like I said, if you catch a man with boots, he's a threat. Any man with boots is a threat. Let's stand on that instead. I don't know, man. 
Because you, you make a conscious decision, like, all right, I got the white Air Force, <laughs> I got the black. The white, I can be crispy clean. The black, I can just get into some shit <laughs> off real. I'm going to be. If he made the conscious decision to I put on those black Air Force yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. he made the decision yeah, yeah. to fuck up somebody's life. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's like it's almost like a diabolical. You, you might as well, like, if, uh, if you're getting stomped like, yeah. out by somebody with black yeah. Air Force, you should have. You should have this sense of security, like knowing, like, yeah, I'm getting stomped out, but this man here, he's gonna get locked up for premeditated murder for this because because he made a conscious decision to wear these these black air forces <laughs> in hopes of finding some trouble. I think talking about scraps right there and getting stomped out is kind of a good segue going into uh, the big fights that are going on this Saturday. Uh, for our listeners who might not be too aware, we do got uh, a, a big time yeah, UFC event coming up. It's going to be UFC 257, uh, getting headlined by Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. It's actually going to be the second time that they meet, but this time it's a lot different. Um, first time around, Conor McGregor won. I believe he beat him in like a minute, 30 seconds. Who, he, uh, who won the first time around? He called his shot. He called his shot and he was uh he was good on it. Was it a was it a beat him beat him or did he just take him out? No, he uh he beat, beat him beat him. He he, uh, he beat caught him, him with the left hand. Yeah, uh, Dustin Poirier like... fell down and then he just like hammer fisted him and then uh ended up. Oh, was Dustin Poirier the one that was kind of along the fence and he kind of just cracked him? No, right, um, right on his I think that was a different was fight. I'm thinking of highlights. I'm thinking that might be a different guy. Yeah, that was Aldo. Just yeah, yeah, just yeah guys, getting cracked, cracked by, by the left hand, hand just like literally his whole resume. resume. <laughs> the first one they met, um, <laughs> I think it was six years ago they met, and um. He he called his shot. He called his shot. First round KO, and he got him out of there. Now I'm, I say that this is a really big event because um, that's the that's the main event. The co-main event is also in the lightweight division. It's going to be Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler. Uh, the reason why I say these this is a big event is because these two fights are in the lightweight division. These are top five guys in the division, except for Michael Chandler. He's the new kid on the block. But this is really going to paint the picture of who's going to be up for the next title shot. And, um, you know, seeing if um, if Khabib comes back, he said that he might come back if he's impressed enough. If one of these guys can go out there and put on a performance that entices him enough to come back, then, you know, he might go ahead and step in. But. If he doesn't see nothing he likes, then he'll go. Most likely, he'll give up the belt, and then uh, these guys that are fighting right now could be the next ones up to fight for that vacant title belt. So, I'm pretty personally, I'm pretty excited to see how uh, you know, kind of like how the division plays out and and who comes out on top. Yeah, there's some real dogs in that mm-hmm. division, though, but. Uh, Some tough I, haven't, dudes. I haven't really watched too much uh, as of lately, but yeah, I've, I've been watching a lot of the, the press conferences that has been going on for for the fight for the McGregor. You know, obviously the main event, but there's a lot of mutual respect there, and I kind of like it. You know, I kind of like to see it. It's not McGregor really showing out. 
you know, going crazy, fuck you, bloke, and all whatever the fuck. <laughs> just, you know, going in on you and just sipping some Irish whiskey. But, you know, there's a lot of mutual respect there. So you you know that McGregor knows that, that Poirier is, he's, he's coming in on his A game. You know, six years, that's a lot of time. Do a lot of growing in six years, especially as a fighter. So he knows he's going to be fighting a completely different opponent. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, just like banging. you said it, it's uh six years sure. is a lot of time uh within that time dustin poirier was able to you know get on a win streak he was able to to become the interim champion and then he even had his fight against khabib for the unified lightweight belt so um he had his chance just like many men you know he lost against khabib he got he got a. Uh, he ended up getting choked. Well, not choked out, but he ended up tapping out. So um, that's nothing new. That's typical of a of a Khabib fight. But um, in this case here against Conor McGregor, I, honestly, McGregor is looking like a fucking unit. He's looking huge. Honestly, I mean, I, I like Dustin Poirier, but Conor McGregor, he called his shot saying that he's going to get him out of there in a minute. And I believe it, man. I, I think he's just going to be too fast. He's going to be too skilled. And I think Dustin Poirier is going to be there to be hit. And um, when when McGregor hits him, I think he goes down. I, I think McGregor gets the dub. And and I think he's going to be one half of the, uh, of the title fight for the lightweight belt. Um... I think so. I think so. I think so because you think Khabib will give him the rematch, though. It's um, Conor McGregor right now. He is kind of like at the point where he's more mature. Kind of like how uh, how Joe was saying right now. There's a lot of respect between him and Dustin Poirier right now. I feel like that's just kind of uh how he's carrying himself right now. He's really motivated. He's really focused on you know on on making a run here in the lightweight division. So I think if he wins, I do think uh, Khabib would be interested enough to come back for a rematch against him. But I don't, at the same time, I don't know. Khabib is rich enough. He's, he's already got a win over McGregor. So I don't know if he would want to come back and, you know, risk, risk a loss, but, it's tough. I mean, I'm not saying that McGregor would beat him off the bat, you know, but it would be a tough one. The, no. mm. the only way I see that happening is, like, if McGregor comes out here and, like, does some – who is that? Does some Max Holloway stuff, just come out here and just, like, on a tear, and he's just, like, everything mm. is working. He's just looking like Jesus. He's a he, – he's – a work of art like this dude he's hitting everything he's calling it like like uh like Adesanya when when he be fighting he's really technical and he's doing if he if he really makes a, a master class of, of Poirier for a second time after six years after all that fight fighting after all that you know improvement in his game and if McGregor just goes in there and just destroys mm-hmm. him I mean Khabib kind of got to take notice and it's like all right you know but 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 I feel like if if it's only there if the respect is there because like I said, mm-hmm. I mean McGregor he's a he's basically a blank check. You you want McGregor he gets to call his number. Khabib kind of has that leverage too because he's on the opposite table. It just got to be for that respect because at the end of the day it's like 
Mm-hmm. If, if McGregor just wants to go out and be like, I've done everything, he got to be Khabib. Like, you know, <clears throat> there's nobody else who's the most dominant dude in that division. And if you can't mm-hmm. call him out at a retirement and beat him, you know, you call him out just to get beat, it's kind of kind of a bad look. So I feel like that's the only way if, if they'll really come mm-hmm. out if it's like, all right, yeah. I'll beat you, I'm I agree. retire. I agree. I beat you again, uh, I think if the respect again. is there, then I think uh, it'll be enough to bring Habib back out. Um, I think the respect will be there if uh, if if McGregor does get the dub, and like you said, I think he does put on a I think he does put on a, a masterclass in in this fight coming up. I'm actually really excited to see how um, how he looks. I mean, last year he beat. Uh, granted, it was uh, Cowboy uh, Do- Donald Cerrone. He did beat him in like 40 seconds, but um that was dominant you know he did it he did it with shoulder strikes you know he he really he really messed him up off rip he came out really fast so i think he's just gonna pick up where he left off he he just looks bigger stronger he looks faster so i think um i don't think there's gonna be any fall off in terms of mcgregor even though he's been out for about a year since he's fought last i think when he comes back um, he's gonna prove that he's still that dude in the division, and that he he does deserve a a shot back at the title. Now, the co-main event is also a part in the lightweight picture, fellas. So, yeah, this is gonna be with the another top five guy. I think right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's the top five guy right now. Uh, Dan Hangman Hooker against Michael Chandler, who's gonna be making his UFC debut. He actually just came from Bellator. He was a free agent, and uh, the UFC signed him. They had him as the backup fighter uh, this past October for the Justin Gaethje and Habib title fight. If either one of them didn't make the weight, he was going to be, you know, the one in there fighting for the title. So this is actually going to be his first fight in the UFC. It's a big one. And um, if he wins, and if he wins impressively, then he he's putting his name in the hat for that title uh, for that title fight also. So, but I, I have seen a little bit of him. Hmm? Dang, what what a fast start for him! I said, what a fast start for him, dude. Just you're just gonna be the replacement for this big title fight, and if not, you know you're going. Yeah, you're you're, you're coming into the the uh, undercard of this other big title shot. Yeah, it's, like for, it's a big just one. Just to it's come out one. for the first time and debut. Jesus, congrats to that dude. He, mu- he must be a banger. Jeez, yeah. My thing is, I hope to just not trying to fast track him, trying it's, to make um, him to the next big star, because, and he's just um, not ready for it yet. A lot of, guys, <laughs> a lot of people on the roster, they didn't really like the fact that that he was up. You know, that he was up as a replacement. You know, they didn't feel like he had put in the work, but. I think that uh, the UFC president, Dana White, he noticed what he is. He was a, I believe he was a two-time champion at in, in Bellator. And he fought and has wins over some UFC competition. Uh, guys that were champions before, uh, like Eddie Alvarez, he, he has a dub over him. He's beaten another fighter, Benson Henderson, who was a champion in UFC before. But granted, he got those wins when they were, you know, out of the UFC, a little a little up there, more in age. And um, he was able to beat them. So this is definitely going to be 
the toughest competition that he's have that that he fights the the UFC is all elite fighters for sure. Not saying that he's not. It's just he's really gonna get the chance to prove himself. And like you said, it's it's a fast start coming in, and and you're already a co-main event on a Conor McGregor pay per view. And if you win, your name's in the hat for the title fight. That's a really big start. That's a really fast start as well. And and the dude he's fighting, Dan Hooker. Now that dude, personally me, I'm going with Dan Hooker. He's a tall, he's a tall, lightweight. You know, I think he's like about six foot. He uh him and Dustin Poirier fought over the summer this past uh this past year. I believe it was in July, June or July. And um it was uh it was nominated for fight of the year. And they went all five rounds. Dustin Poirier ended up getting the victory, but Dan Hooker, he's no slouch, so um, I, I give him a lot of credit because a lot of people didn't want to fight Michael Chandler. Tony Ferguson didn't want to fight him. Uh, Charles Oliveira didn't want to fight him. There was a lot of people that were ducking Michael Chandler because he's the new guy. He's not ranked. You know, nobody really wanted to lose their rank if he beats them. But uh, Dan Hooker, he stepped up. He's the guy that's been saying, you know what, I'll take it. And I feel like he deserves mm-hmm. it. You know, if he goes in there and beats him, he took the risk. And like he said in one of the press conferences, he should be reaping the rewards of that. So I, I feel like he gets the job done. Michael Chandler, he's small. He's a little shorter. Hooker got the height advantage on him. So he he can, he got the reach advantage on him. But um, I feel like Chandler has more power, kind of like a Mike Tyson in there. So. But um, I feel like Dan Hooker has more weapons to be able to get him out of there. And uh, I think he ends up getting the win. And uh, he's just an all-around good dude. You know, I watch his press conferences. He's a real nice guy, real funny guy. And he's kind of like a man's man, you know. When I see him, I'm like, yeah, this guy here, I like this guy. If I was in the bar fighting, I want this guy with me, you know. <laughs> Facts. You want him with you, but not against you. You see that motherfucker? You better Facts. run six foot, you say, huh? <laughs> what, what, what's what's, uh, what's the what's the frame like? Oh yeah, you he's Michael Chandler. Foot, he's a, he's guy, a little like, smaller. He's, he's more like five I ten, maybe five eleven or so. Nothing about him. So yeah, small guy, stocky. Okay, okay, small guy. Okay. It's not that much of a drop off. Drop off, but hey, once you got a lanky guy in there versus a little stocky guy, it's always a good fight. Oh yeah, no hooker. He throws kicks and he throws. uh, He's got like some long. He throws kicks. He throws knees. Like if if you're standing, like he'll throw a knee straight up, and like he could clock you in the chin, like just straight up with the knee. So he's a. Oh yeah, he's real dangerous, and and I think Mm. if Chandler, he's a. I think he was a Division One wrestler in college, so he's got that. He's got that under his belt. You know, he trains with, uh, with, with some really good guys. I, I believe he even trains with U- UFC uh, fighters as well, like Gilbert Burns and things like that. So he's got good training partners, and his wrestling is up to par. But I don't know. I think I think it's going to be tough getting Hooker down. I, I feel like maybe if he shoots for a takedown, he could probably catch one of those knees or, or you know something like that. I just see, I just see Dan Hooker having more weapons and, uh, you know, uh, a li- a little more 
top competition under his belt because he does have uh, victories over a lot of really top guys uh, in the UFC. So I'm really excited for that one. Really, that's kind of like a little that's kind of like a little semifinal tournament tournament right there. Kind of like uh, you can put the winners of each of those. If if Habib doesn't come back, you could put the winner of each of these fights up against each other for a title. Really, you know, um, just looking at just looking at the way things are right now, the only one that that would kind of be out would be you know Justin Gaethje who just lost to Habib. So, you know, I think if if one if these guys were to fight, you can get the winner of each fight, put them in for a title, and then try to get Justin Gaethje the rematch for the title belt. You know, or see what they do but this is going to be an interesting uh, uh ufc event here uh for tomorrow i'm i'm really excited to see how that plays out well i'll just go ahead and say mm-hmm. right now i'll five probably rounds. take mcgregor and where the five round right championship fight i'll take them in the second he'll probably knock them out of there and uh, I'll probably take. Uh, no, Dan Hooker. He's a uh, he. He's been in the UFC for a good long, minute long, now. Long legs is making his debut. Oh, I, he, I don't know the fighting. exact years. I'm. A, I'm. A, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that he might be the one to take it home. Because I feel like anytime you got a short dude coming to try to close distance, mm-hmm. if you're really good with that, with that. With the knees and with the bows, you're going to go ahead and get him out of there. Because if they got to shoot him for, for a takedown, don't know too much of his takedown game or his takedown defense. But any dude trying to come at me, if I got a mean knee and I'm I'm throwing up a knee barely and I'm hitting you in your chin already, oh, yeah, that, that's 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 bad news waiting to happen. So good decision. I'll probably go mm-hmm. and say that's a good, that, that that's he'll a good win prediction. It, I don't think he'll knock him out. I think he'll probably go to, to, to decision, that one. I think they're going to go to decision. Yeah, See, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna agree with you on the McGregor, but I'm gonna go a little, little more out there. I say he gets him the mm-hmm. first round again. I think he beats him one more time the same way, just because he is a little bit mm-hmm. stalker. So you know his power probably got a little bit better. I know it's been, sick, <laughs> but I mean, I'll take McGregor. Yeah, I'm taking McGregor. Yeah, and, and I mean on the other one, eh, I'll go with the new guy. I'll go with Mike. I like Thunder. New guy on the block, eh? Yeah, he might, he might, he might be causing some damage <laughs> just because he got to make a name for himself. He got something to prove. Oh yeah, so. exactly. Dirty Mike will be Mike out here making a name. Yeah, like never fight a dirty I, Mike. I, like you said, yeah, he, he. I think he's gonna come out swinging. Dirty like you said, he got nasty. something to prove. He wants to prove that he belongs. You know, I, I think he's definitely gonna try to make a name. Oh well, uh, you know, make a statement and uh, see if he can bring Khabib out of retirement. I think that'd be a good fight. Uh, you know, if, if Habib wants to fight Chandler, if Chandler can get the win. So my prediction, I'm definitely going with McGregor first round. If Mystic Max says first round, then that's what then that's what it's going to be. And then for the co-main event, I'm going to rock with Dan Hooker. Um, I, I see that one. I don't see that one being a being a knockout. I, I don't see him getting a finish. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Joe on this one and say that uh, Dan Hooker takes it by decision.
Okay, okay. And I mean, that's possible. Mm. You know, it's well, very I never did make that prediction. Uh, I, I, I think he might get some bad knockout. Uh, I think he catches my resume. So um, it's real possible. Third, it's just, he, it's just, he's kind of unproven, you know, in the UFC. And he, he's a, He's a sleeper for sure, you know. If anybody's trying to trying to put some money on it, I, I think you could get some money by betting on Chandler. But hey, you ain't hear that from me because I be picking losers, dog. Like every single time I be every single time I be picking fights, I don't make no money, Jack. So you ain't hear that from me. But I'm just saying, if you want to take a chance, there's I'm pretty sure there's some money to be made on Chandler. <laughs> Don't take what he's betting. <laughs> <laughs> Bet on Dirty Mike. Yeah. Well, this your this your good old this your boy Josie telling you, <laughs> bet on Mike. Bet on Mike Nasty. No he got fun. this. If he loses the fight, though, take it up with Vegas, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facts. Oh, but shit. Uh, speaking of stock, you know, stocky fighters. Uh, if I may, I'm gonna switch to it's still it's still fighting in a way, but a different type. Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia, you know that you know we all I got a pretty good picture of who we're yep. gonna win, but you know things are heating a little bit in the. Exactly, I'm with Tank on that one. I think Tank just knocks him the fuck out. But I think that he even has a shot. Like if he can just take that one hit, that no, you know Tank's gonna do him. That's just gonna be the knockout. But if opinion, he just takes that to the chin and gets back Cruz up, do you think he has a chance, or it's just over? Tank gave him. I think he still might be out. Goddamn. But uh, no, I don't know. I think uh, I think if Tank puts Garcia down, and if Garcia gets <laughs> up, I think he's just gonna be there to be hit again. I I, I really don't. Personally, uh, I mean, I know Garcia's good. I know he's he's uh, he's real fast. He's good with the body shots. He's pretty accurate with them. But I just think Tank is just too big, man. I think he's just too strong for him. I I don't think I I don't think Garcia could win that one any type of way. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't see that ending good for Ryan. I mean, if they, if if Ryan can somehow, again, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, put a masterclass of boxing performance and stay away from the brawler and tank, I think he he, he might have a he, he might have a <laughs> shot. He probably has one out of ten. He probably has ten percent. Uh, I give him, I give him half a slice of pizza that he's gonna get out of there alive <laughs> if he if he's putting on a masterclass cool. like that. But yeah, Tank gets him and he gets him how he wants him and he starts bullying him around and moving. I mean, because Ryan, he don't got a big frame. <laughs> he's not too hard to move around. I wouldn't. Ex- I mean, but then again, I don't. I'm no. not a big guy either, so we were just talking out of my ass. But I don't know. You see, Tank. You see, Tank. He's pretty. He's pretty low to the yep. earth. You know, he got his ear to the ground. He's he got exactly. a solid base. That man come through with that uppercut. He's sending you to heaven like he did that other guy. Like you said, but I don't know if he's even woken up. <laughs> But he catches he catches Ryan with one of those. Back. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, you try to fight Tank. You try to Over. fight Tank. You kind of got to sign the 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 yeah, no forms and get on that handle for it first. You know, pick up what you want because he might send the neck to Venus. <laughs> and for you know, for some of our listeners that don't watch and don't watch boxing that much or keep up with Tank. For some reason, you're living under a rock for one, but for two, just imagine you're basically a schoolyard bully that would just beat everybody's ass every day, take everybody's lunch money. That's Tank. 
<laughs> not not the biggest guy and not the most but, intimidating guy, but when he swings, Jesus Christ, you hear him. And I could hear his punches when they were live, and that's a full audience. Right now, it's empty. He catches fact. Garcia with one of those. Yeah, it's, it's over. over. I say this, though. The only thing that's working for him is he does have Can- mm-hmm. uh, Canelo in his corner, so he does get a little bit of – he does get to poke his mind a little bit, you know, get see see how he sees the ring, learn from his expertise. Yeah. But I don't think that'll be enough, though. He's just yeah. too inexperienced. But, see, he can ask Canelo, but Canelo has, like, master class defense. You look at his defense, and mm-hmm. he can pick up some of that, he got a chance because ain't no way he's going to fight like Canelo because Canelo dropped bombs. Yeah. Canelo dropped missiles. And if Ryan Garcia thinks he's dropping missiles like Canelo, he's mistaken. Tank's probably dropping missiles like Canelo. So. Not big. If not, he'd drop it in, like, Triple yeah. G. And see, that, that's a good comparison because – Mm-hmm. Because you you look at, at Triple G and Canelo, they just match up so good. Just push like body types and just the chin on them. Like Jesus, when when Canelo hit Triple G and like his whole neck snapped and he came right back, like that's what you expect when you get two guys that are about the same frame. But even then, Canelo's knocking out these mm-hmm. way larger men. But you bring it down to lightweight, it's it's all who got more more power in that little bottle, you know. Garcia, he he's lighting fast, mm-hmm. and that's what gets mm-hmm. you because he's so quick and he's so precise. He's gonna get your chin. But if that dude tank hits you anywhere, that thing hurts. You know that that that's well, not hurts. I, I know body shot. I know that much. Yeah, Garcia has a pretty good body shot to him. Like if he's just aiming for your your torso, basically that's his that's that's his best weapon. Mm-hmm. Aiming for that. But I don't know, man. You're gonna have to take a lot of fucking damage from Tank just to even get close to that. Yeah, I don't know about that one. This man right here, he got he got some good movement. He can get in and out of his uh of his punches, transitions well. Yeah, transitions <laughs> well. I, I seen what well, what's that dude got got his head knocked off? I was like, I seen that coming. Yeah. I mean, could see that thing. He was just making it perfect for him, bro. Because uh, what De La Cruz did his, was... As soon as he just looked down he, the pipe, he, he had, threw he had the same punch at Tank like two, yeah. three times. So that third time, yeah, that third time he read it, and that's when he sent him straight to the moon lazy, with the uppercut. Lazy I mean, defense. <laughs> straight to the gulag, you know. You know, not even, not even straight to getting the box. Sent it to the gulag. Yes, back to the lobby. Disconnected. Yeah, nah. server error. Nah, fuck that. You got sent back to the lobby. <laughs> this fucking PlayStation shut down. <laughs> yeah, bro. He got he got knocked out of there, so who knows, man. That that's a good that's a good uh promotion because you got you got Mayweather and then you got De La Oya obviously and I don't know bro I feel like I feel like De La Oya got this kid riding too close to the sun. He got this dude uh sheesh. No shit. But that's what I'm saying. He's kinda living through him. He's kinda living through him and kinda like trying to put him in those spots but I don't know. He's still really young man. He just turned like twenty one I believe so they're both the around the same age, but Jesus, this is if he goes to him and he just gets like a freaking demolished, it's gonna be harder yeah, to build him back up, you know. No, I'm with you on that because if he can't if he can't beat this one guy while he's still young, then what's what is hope does he have in the future when he's in his mm-hmm. prime? 
Because I mean, Tank will also be in his prime or coming off of it. And at that point, Right, they're they're both like right along each other. But the only thing is, like, this is like the Mayweather Pacquiao thing, to where like they were yeah. both like kind of dodging each other's prime, and then kind of made it well past each other's prime to be like, all right, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of make it happen. No, this, this dude, this dude went straight into it. Delario was like, no, nah, we ain't gonna have none of that. We are gonna see if you for real. If you gonna see, if you gonna get so you said talk to him up for that. But definitely a tough that's one. That's dangerous, man. Well, no, I'm saying, uh, fight, fight, fight. You, uh, you said talks yeah. were heating up for this fight. It's looking like it's going to happen. What was that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no, it's I happening. It's, 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 it's happening. I'm pretty sure that they got uh, into it. Garcia was on Mike Tyson's show, and, and uh, they called up. Yeah, they called up Tank. Yeah. So, you know, once you got Tyson, Tyson, like, yeah. He's calling you this and he's calling Shit. you that. You uh, speaking of Tyson, <laughs> what do you think of that comment he said that uh, to him and some of you know some of his peers that Floyd Mayweather isn't the greatest boxer of all time? Is to I him mean, it's actually debatable. Julio Cesar Chavez? It's debatable. I, can see that. I mean, look at it this way: Chavez went eighty-seven well. and zero before he got his first loss. Yeah, but. But the the difference is what made them great, and what made them great is that, like Chavez was, was was fighting anybody he can get, and yeah, that's great. But like Mayweather, although it's like a knock on him when he picks and chooses his opponents, he did pick you know top talent like Miguel Cotto, and he got a lot of just big names on his resume. But the fact that he built such a big brand and made himself so much money along the way by doing it himself. And like promotioning himself, I feel like that kind of puts you on another scale because talking about pure fighters, like yeah, no, that's not him. But you talk about just a, a boxer and like o- overall, just like dude who came yeah. in and did it his way and like walked out. Yeah, Mayweather's that dude for sure. Ain't nobody uh, I'm, like him. I'm that, like, the, he is the greatest man. to me. One of the greatest marketers <laughs> of boxing, even, even though according to Fifty Cent, he can't read a full page of a Harry Potter book. But <laughs> I'll pay you fifty thousand. I'll pay you fifty thousand. Oh no 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 no! Pay, he said uh, if you can read, <laughs> can read a page out this Harry Potter book, <laughs> whatever. I thought, yeah, that's that's funny as hell. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> just like from a pure boxing standpoint, though, like I'm whatever, with Tyson on that. One. I think it. It has to come down to like you know what you accomplished over your tenure. Were you afraid think, to fight who was hot, or were I you just out there fighting anybody fighter, and everybody? Like and a fighter I would, stance, I would do that. yeah, is Julio Cesar Chavez because he took anybody. You know, it didn't matter who you were, but with Mayweather, he has the quality opponents and he has the quality victors, the victories over quality opponents. So, I think in terms of boxing. Then yeah, no doubt about it. It's Mayweather. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's he still took less damage. You know, he's he's made so much money. He's got so many victories. I think it's just you. It, it's it's a it's a little argument, but honestly, it's it's not really even debatable. It's definitely Mayweather, and it's not it's not really even that close.
Yeah. Well, because the only reason that you would make it debatable is there was so so much great so much great talent in the nineties and the early two thousands. There were still like so many people fighting each other and it was just like Jesus. Like the talent was just it was just like Jesus. Christ. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how much to even explain it. I mean, you got Tyson, well, and you got everybody who was fighting, and you know, you got the Lennox Lewis, and you got everybody else, and you got. But I'm saying you got so mm-hmm. much talent for what Mike Tyson sees. Like that's just like he sees everybody, and everybody's fighting everybody. You know, so to him, like I, I could see how what Mayweather yeah. was doing was kind of like like nah. If you was if you was fighting when I was fighting. Like we was all fighting each other. Like wasn't there there were there wasn't any running. So I could see where he would get, you know, a different look. But as far as like me yeah. and like my era, obviously I, I grew up on just Jesus. I hope nobody uh, beats Floyd Mayweather. And nobody could do it. So I'm gonna go out and say yeah. that. that mm-hmm. I, I agree with you guys. Yeah, that, that's why they say Tyson and his peers. That's my take. But man, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, I think yeah. to Easter own to be honest. It depends how wait. How, what kind of boxing you like? I, Truthfully, I would take Tyson. Yeah. Roy Jones in his I'd take prime. Tyson or, or Roy Jones. Because I'd take Roy Jones in his prime over anybody. A beast. Who, who was beating Roy Jones in his prime? He was, he was trying to tell people to put him in, in heavyweight <laughs> fights. It was like, yo, Roy, too. He wanted to fight nah, anybody. Like, Roy Jones, that, that boy was, that boy basically, uh, what was that, yeah. early 2000 version of of the God, bro. Like, that, he was just fighting anybody. He didn't care who it was. He was beating your ass. <laughs> and, he, and he was selling merch yeah, at the same fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. was dropping bangers. Yeah, that's how y'all know. I must have forgot. Yeah. That's how y'all know we brothers. We brothers. becoming like that. Said it at the same time. Yeah, y'all must have forgot for sure. <laughs> yeah, these guys are these guys are a little weird, but you get used to it. Man. Well, I think uh, I think that's a pretty good stopping talking. point right there, fellas. I think we um I think we cop uh covered a good amount of topics here today and um I think that's a pretty solid episode or uh, a solid first episode for the Late Night Rush. Yeah, so actually I do have something else that I want to promote. I do want to promote a few things, actually. The first one being the Hot Drop Apex podcast. It is a podcast related to the video game Apex Legends. If any of you guys out there play the game or know the game or anything like that, Go ahead and check us out on that podcast as well. It is the Hot Drop Apex podcast. We do upload weekly. And also go ahead and follow us on Facebook as well at the Hot Drop Apex podcast. And the second thing that I wanted to promote is my brother Joe's website uh, that he's been working on. It, It is up and running now. It's called the Level Up Gaming Tech website. Go check him out, Level Up Gaming Tech. He has a lot of really cool controller skins. He's got a lot of really cool console skins, accessories for, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch. A lot of really cool stuff on the website. So go check him out, Level Up Gaming Tech. And um, for me and the rest of the boys here at the Late Night Rush podcast, we do want to wish you guys a good night. And tune in next week uh, for the next episode that will be dropping. So we hope to see you guys then. Peace.